New York Mets were three outs away from a doubleheader sweep. They beat Washington 4-1 in the opener. They were up 4-1 in the nightcap. Washington has scored three. It's 4-4 Mets and Nationals, bottom of the seventh of this seven-inning game. Meanwhile, the Rays, first place in the East in the American League, 3-1 leaders at Boston, top of the sixth. Philadelphia beat the Dodgers 2-1. I'm Steve DeSager. It's the Full Court Press. There is no stopping this team! The Eggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it! It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Hello! Welcome to the Full Court Press. Eric France and Ajay Salveson. Happy Thursday. You're almost to the weekend. We're almost there. Hope you're uh, enjoying... Oh, hold on. Hello. Again, 435-339-0321. I think we're on the air. I've had some uh, technical difficulties as of late, so if things go wrong here, please let me know. Piranhas, if you can hear me, text me. Uh, it is the Full Court Press. You're on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. And uh, got a lot to get through. Uh, we'll have our Region 11 preview with Craig Hislop, Al Lewis, Rod Zundel today. We'll talk Aggie offensive and defensive line. Uh, that and much, much more here on the Full Court Press. Oh, we can hear it. Okay, thank you, Piranhas. I can barely hear myself, so that's why I'm kind of freaking out. So, yeah, good. All right, you can hear me. Great, sorry. I don't know why it's every time I'm running the board, something goes wrong. Like, every time I run the board, something goes wrong. Piranhas, thank you so much for texting in. I have no idea how much I appreciate it. All right, uh, yeah, like we said, we got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk some uh, Utah Jazz. Their summer league team looks so good. and I mean, it's led by Ozabuki, who's just been an absolute monster. But this summer team is trending in the right direction. So, uh, yeah, I am excited uh, for this Utah Jazz team come. I'm excited for a couple of reasons. One, they got some young talent coming up. Uh, you saw that uh, Jared Butler uh, signed for the uh, he signed a two year contract with the Utah Jazz. Now he can the, here's the kicker to it is that the Utah Jazz hold the bird rights and so that they're able to make adjustments on that contract uh, if needed after that second year. So they no other team can really offer him without the Utah Jazz matching it. The Utah Jazz can put together a contract and sign him. Uh, even after the two years. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Ozabuki looks so good. Um, I imagine he might go back to G League just because we have, you know, Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gobert. Um, unless Ozabuki can somehow play the five and let Hassan Whiteside play the four. Maybe that's how. But I'm not, I'm not sure how else you 
you put that together, uh, just having Azabuki and, or at least having uh, Hassan Whiteside and Gobert and Azabuki on the court at the same time. So, uh, let's see here. I just got a tweet from Destry. Did you see the Kings play the Grizzlies in the Summer League tomorrow night on ESPNU? Uh, I did not see them play tomorrow night because it is tomorrow night. <laughs> so yeah, I will uh, hopefully be able to tune into that. I'm actually looking forward to it. Seeing Sam Merrill and Amish Keta. Uh, of course, Keta's looked really good in Summer League, which is good to see. Sam Merrill's looked okay in Summer League. Uh, I mean, albeit one game. But I'd like to see Sam get more minutes. Now joining me here on the Full Court Press is my co-host. <laughs> Hi, Eric. Hold on. There you don't even go. have me mic'd up. I've been here the whole time. No, you haven't. And I've just been sitting I just can't do this today. Because you know what? This board this board was logged in twice already. Yeah, Eric, this board was logged in twice already. It was logged in twice, man. Who the fetch locks in twice to this thing? What the fetch is going on? There's been some weird things going on <laughs> with this. Some more technical issues around here. I know, and I yet get the brunt of it all. Uh, you, hi, you've been decorating in here, Ajay. Yeah, okay, so this place looked like... Should we like, like relocating your office into here or something? <laughs> Might as well. This place looked like crap. I mean, it, looks like, it looked like crap. It really did. It was garbage. We had a Rolling Stones poster that nobody cared about. Uh, we had... I ripped up your liner for yesterday well, i need that because that lets me remind me who we're talking to and hearing from today oh if you would have been here on time you would have known what we're talking about i was about standing today. here the whole time you would have known what we were talking about oh but you need a reminder still Just eric to today, get the names right on tap for the uh, full court praise here on a thursday afternoon we're gonna have we're gonna hear from mason knight and dimitri aliafua uh we're gonna talk to the hogs we're gonna hear from utah state football media oh and marcus moore as well and then we're going to turn it over to high school football in the second hour while you hear from Craig Hislip in regards to Green Canyon football, Al Lewis of Logan football, and the newly minted member of the Cats Valley Sports Media Group, Rod Zundel for Bear River football. Uh, you will also have our pick six, which, by the way, you still owe me a gift for this past win. I thought you already saw it. It was draped over your chair the other day. Oh, that was it? This beautiful Why do we new have shirt. Hey, wait, hold on. I have a question for you. Why is our why don't why are our colors representing Ridgeline? That well, the last one we had, there were just it's just dark charcoal gray. Yeah, that's see, but that's neutral. We're not representing a school. Uh, okay, if you want to text into the well, show, not really Ridgeline's green. The green, yes, it is. Not quite. Yes, you look at it. It's something that Nick Zollinger would be like. Oh, look, it's Ridgeline. <laughs> Uh, Eric, really quickly, um, for our listeners who want to text into the show, as Piranha has helped me out today, because, dude, I didn't think we were on air. I was like, wait, are we on air? Because I couldn't hear myself. Well, I realized, Eric, because of our wonderfully new equipment, I have a short in my box, and so I, that's why I couldn't hear myself. And so Piranha had a text in to let me know that we were on the air. <laughs> okay. So that's how, that's how our show's going Glad so far. Glad you're listening. Okay, so 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Text in. And you, we're going to open it up. You know, like, what's on your mind sports-wise? You guys hear any good stories? You guys got any questions? 
I, I mean, and we'll talk about it. We'll hit it up. Uh, I want to know what you guys want to hear about or us to talk about. That's, yeah, that's the kind of show. It's a freestyle show. Thursday freestyle. Uh, Eric, it's I It's got a great, the, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't yes, it? Yes, it does. Thursday freestyle. Hey, Eric, I do got to ask you this. Brian Harson, did you see this? Uh, at, at practice today, Brian Harson, formerly of Boise State, now at Auburn, he goes to the uh, media side, the media crew, and he grabbed some Auburn hats and he threw him some Auburn hats to him. Just, you know, tossed them out to the people. And some guy tweets it out, how disrespectful it is to the media and how unprofessional and unethical it is of Brian Harson to do that. Oh, please. Because they aren't supposed to have a team. And... I, I just, come on. We're stretching here. Let's but all calm down a little bit. You can do that doesn't mean that it's a nice gesture yeah. from Coach Harson. He's do, not should, should they wear that hat when they go to cover it? No. Uh, probably but, not. But go give it to your kid. Go but, give it to a fan. Go give it to somebody. Yeah, yes. Take it with you and go, I don't care. But don't get on Twitter and be like, man, what an unprofessional, unethical thing to do. As a head coach of a Division One football team, is throwing out fan gear. Oh please, dude, get over yourself. If Nick Saban threw you that hat, you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, give Can me you that!" Sign it? Can I? Yeah, coach, sign this for me. Can I get a photo with you and my kid? If that's Bill Belichick, if it's uh, Dave Simmons or Al Lewis, you're freaking out. <laughs> but because it's it's Brian Harson, oh dude, it was. I mean, there is. And by the way. Uh, about 90% of the group that replies to this guy's tweet on social media agrees with you and I. Good. Like, grow up, dude. You don't, if you don't like it, give it to somebody else who would. And there's plenty of people who would. Yeah, that's silly. That's unreal. Anyways, yeah. What went wrong Thursday? <laughs> um, I want to get your thoughts on this. It's been making the rounds on social media and even it's made national headlines. Oh. And I've really debated whether we should bring it up or not. Bring it up. Let's go. I think it just illustrates just the weird murky waters we're in now with name image likeness. Okay. Hit me. Um, this company down in Utah County partners up with the school down there. Okay. And uh, has the whole team. Uh, I don't know if they, the, this private company was invited to a team meeting they're in the the facilities they're bringing players up shaking their hands saying we're gonna make you an employee and we're gonna pay your tuition um and then i mean it's kind of an interesting story that all these walk-ons at that school now basically quote unquote earn enough salary from this company to cover their tuition and so it sets a new standard about well Every player that goes to that school is on basically has their tuition taken care of. They're, they're all on scholarship, whether you were offered by the athletic department, the football team, or not. But here's the other thing that's weird on this whole thing is that these players can put like this brand's sticker on their practice helmet. So everybody's like celebrating this, but I'm like scratching my head, like how. How is this legal, what they're doing? Wait, is this at because, BYU? Yes, because I, my understanding was there had to be separation between the university athletic department and what's going on with the players. They cut their own individual deals. But this was very much like, 
hey, this is athletic department. This is the football team. We're all together. We're all here. We're all doing it together. We're all glad handing, slapping each other on the butts and uh, happy tickle, whatever. And it just was really weird. And I get it. I'm not an expert on what is and what isn't allowed with name image likeness. Is it cool that uh, walk-on players get a scholarship, essentially, at least get their their tuition covered? Sure. Sure, that's great. But they're slapping stickers on their practice helmets as well. Where is this going? How is that permissible? I just, I don't understand these rules. And it's, it's going to, it's changing the landscape of recruiting like so fast. So I'm, I'm reading the story to try to get a grip on, on exactly what is going on here. I, I hadn't heard about this. I'm trying to stay away from social media for a little bit. Well, it's even on ESPN today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at ESPN.com. Dan Murphy writes an article about it. Uh, that every, as you said, every walk-on member of the football team uh, has an opportunity to sign an endorsement deal with a sponsor that would cover the cost of their tuition for at least one year. The arrangement, which is possible due to recent NCAA rule changes that allow college athletes to make money for their names, NIL, yada, yada, yada. Uh, all 123 members of the Cougar football program were offered an endorsement deal with a protein bar company, Built Brands. So here's the thing. Here's where it, 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 there is some clarification. These... These non-scholarship players yeah. basically get $1,000 to represent the company. And they've said it under the guise that, hey, we're taking care of your tuition. Oh, it's a scholarship. But really, they're just giving 1000 bucks. They can do whatever they want with that. Yeah, if they're not you paying can spend for it on, tuition uh, with it, yeah, that, that's where it could get really dangerous. A new you know, set of scriptures and a new suit and a CTR ring. <laughs> you can do that or you can go and spend it on an Xbox, send the money home to mom. You know, you can do whatever you want with hey, it. Those CCR rings are really expensive. <laughs> well, I used to have some one. of them. Yeah. Um, so they're, but what I, what I don't get is that they're doing this in athletic facilities with everybody there. And it's clear that this is a sponsored event. You're paying Paying players money, and maybe there's some wiggle room on how that works with the how BYU is handling name, image, likeness stuff because you get to use their logos and things like that. But slapping a sticker on a helmet—that's that just seems weird. Seems so. Uh, the associate athletic director Gary Vernon of BYU says that the school's compliance staff and lawyers made sure that the blanket or that the blanket offered to players from a company that is also a sponsor of the athletic department did not violate any of the NCAA's new rules. Uh, in, in states that the... Uh, I don't get what this means. I, I'm so confused here. So, in states that they don't have NIL laws... The NCAA told each school to come up with its own policy with the loose guideline of making sure athletes weren't accepting money as a recruiting inducement as a payer for play. Yeah, I have issues here. Yeah, and later it says that um, you know, some states do have rules about this. Utah does not. And as the article states, in several states, the arrangement made by BYU on behalf of its players would be illegal. So, <laughs> I don't get it. Dude, do you know how many? You, you, this isn't. 
Look, they say this isn't supposed to be, you know, uh, uh, tied to recruiting. This isn't a recruiting inducement. Are you kidding me? By the way, Spencer Cox is a You big, can't tell me that's not a recruiting inducement. Spencer Cox is a BYU fan, too, so I don't think that's going to change. <laughs> but, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's actually a good point, the recruiting part of it. Because they don't have a state law, how would they be able to recruit that will help them? Now, oh, yeah, hey, wait, we as a walk-on, I can go to BYU and have an endorsement set up for me to pay for my school? That's enormous. Piranhas. I hate BYU. That's the text. That's it. <laughs> I love Piranhas. I love that. Uh, okay, so walk-ons, because they are receiving more money, have to attend two such events. Let's see. Oh, sorry. Let me try this again. Athletes are required to provide some service or quid pro quo to show that the payments they are receiving are not just for their athletic performance. BYU football players, players will earn their sponsorship money by wearing the Built Brands logo on their practice helmets and by attending at least one experiential event with the company this year. Walk-ons, because they're receiving more money, have to attend two such events and promote the company on social media as well. Uh, Varen said that while BYU helped set up the deal, Bill is paying the players directly. So, dude, for a walk-on, they're like, oh, that's all I have to do is go to a couple events and promote it on social media? That's it? Yeah. Dude, that's, that's a cakewalk for them. It's a new level of arms race in college athletics. I didn't see this. This is and nuts. it's it's what's weird is what happened at BYU is illegal in a lot of states. So, because you know, the NCAA is impotent on this, they have completely t- screwed this up. So, what could be allowed in one state is not allowed in another. What could be allowed at one football program or basketball program is not allowed in another. They. they they think that they are doing a service in creating an opportunity here, but really, they're just making it even worse. I mean, the divide between the haves and the have-nots, it was already very wide. It's just getting wider by the day. Dan Murphy continues, The deals for each player are scheduled to last one year. Bill Brands has not committed to repeating the same offer next year, but uh, Mr. Varen said that he, does, he doesn't think they will stop in the future. Bill also signed a new multi-year sponsorship with the school, which means, guess what? It's going to be back next year. Uh, Kalani Sitaki said he was overcome by emotion discussing the arrangement with the Bill CEO, Nick Greer. That's, they're dumping thirty-six grand on walk-ons. Wow. Okay. I mean, and, and everybody's happy about it, which is, you know, it's a feel-good I mean, story. Great for those kids. I mean, you... You try to make a team, and you're just happy to make the squad and be able to wear a jersey and practice because you're not a scholarship player, you're not a scholarship athlete. You're, you're, uh, your future's uncertain about whether you'll be able to stick around or not. Sure, great for them. Can't fault the players. Just it's weird. I, I, slapping a logo on your practice helmet? That is odd. That is, yeah. Are they going to have it on their Are game gonna, helmets too? What if they get way? a bunch of other sponsors and instead of putting the like accomplishment stickers on your helmet, it's just like, here's built brands and Every here's dollar Toyota. You, make, you got to put the sponsor on your helmet. Here's the CTR store. Uh, speaking of BYU, according to Brett McMurphy, he says that uh, Miami and BYU. Eric, let's flash back to 1990, adding a home and home series in 2026. BYU will head to Miami. While well, in 2028, the University of Miami Hurricanes will head to BYU. Last meeting was in 1990 when number 16th ranked BYU and Lavelle Edwards 
beat Miami 28-21 inside of, well, what was what is now Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So I guess the Cougars are having a good day. Okay. Hey, um, I'm going to switch topics back to something you were talking about at the lead of the show when you were monologuing and I couldn't speak. Uh, with the Jazz signing Jared Butler. Give us your thoughts, even though you already did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's a great signing. I don't know that... Um, now that it's official, I don't know if he'll be able to join the team. Well, they made it clear that he wouldn't join the team for spring or excuse me for summer league. So for summer league, yeah, he's I guess out. he wouldn't join them for their Friday game. But um, I, I think this is this is a good deal. I think the way that they've structured it is good for the Jazz. I think it still works well uh, for Jared Butler. Um, but uh, look, six foot three guard played really well for Baylor Big Twelve. Uh, took his team to the NCAA championship. 22 points, 7 assists in the championship game. He was named the NCAA Tournament Most Outstanding Player, and the Jazz have this guy. Now, how he fits into the Jazz system, is he a backup point guard? Probably because of his size. Yeah, he could be an off guard, a shooting guard. Um, But because of his size in this league, they're probably going to try to mold him into more of a uh, point guard. Uh, scoring slash point guard. But, uh, yeah, exciting to see how he fits in with this Utah squad. Unfortunately, we won't see until the team reports for their veteran camp, which will be, what, early October? Yeah. They released their preseason schedule, which means their uh, their fall veteran camp usually starts, what, uh, a week or two weeks before their first preseason game? So early October, really, be our best chance to see okay, Jared Butler so in a Jazz uniform. I was just talking to the listeners about this, and give me your thoughts because it's only two years. Are you a little worried about that? Because he becomes a restricted free agent after that second year in 2023. I know. I so I know that Jazz can match the qualifying offer. Well, I mean, I guess they can put out the first offer, offer, and they don't have to worry about some teams throwing insane money at them. But I. I'm a tad worried about it. In fact, I was actually stalking Dan Clayton on Twitter because he had uh, been asked about this. Now I can't even find him. Gosh dang it. Uh, but he, he'd been asked about this, and it, he says something to the fact of do, 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 how with, yeah, he says best outcome for the Jazz because now there's no scenario where a team can make a legal offer the Jazz can't match when Butler hits restricted agency in 2023, if the Jazz want Butler's second contract to be with them, it will be with them. Yeah, one and two year contracts can't be extended. Okay, all right, that makes sense. Thank you. So he he would uh, have to renegotiate a new deal with him, but they'll be able to match up to the mid level exception, which is the highest anybody could offer him at his stage in the uh, in the NBA and how many years in the league. All right, so here is, again, I, this is courtesy of Dan Clayton of Salt City Hoops, uh, regular of our show. We love Dan. But he says, okay, how current, how current Jazz players were initially re- acquired. This is actually kind of fun. Drafted with acquired picks. Gobert, Mitchell, Doak, and Oni. Brantley, Hughes, and Butler. Drafted with own picks, nothing. <laughs> Trades. Connolly, Clarkson, and Eric Pascal. Free agent signings were Bogey, O'Neal, Gay, Whiteside, Forrest, and waiver claim was Ingles. Dude, 
None of the players on this team were drafted with their own picks. That is that is really that insane. That is bonkers, man. Uh, current drafts players draft spots. Lowry picks were Conley, Gay, and DM at 4, 8, and 13. Late first-round picks were Gobert and Doak, both at 27, by the way. Early seconds, Bogey, Whiteside, Hughes, Butler, Pascal. Late seconds were Clarkson, Brantley, Oney. Undrafted were Ingles, O'Neal, and Forrest. Two of those three guys were starters now. And one of them was a runner-up in sixth man of the year. And then finally, the Jazz free agent status after current contract. Un- unrestricted free agent with full bird rights are Gobert, DM, Conley, Bogey, Ingles, Clarkson, O'Neal. You say DM, that's Donovan Mitchell? Yep. Uh, un- see, unrestricted free agent early with full bird rights, depending on player option, would be Rudy Gay. Uh, UFA non-bird rights would be Whiteside. Restricted free agent full bird would be Pascal, Oni, Brantley. Early bird would be Butler, Hughes, Forrest, and with the full bird rights and restricted free agent early would be Doc. Wow. Udoko? That is nuts. By the way, have you seen Azabuki last night? I didn't get a chance to watch him. my gosh. Guy played with some hunger. He was great. I mean, just honestly, he was great defensively. Had two really great-looking blocks. They had six overall, right? Yeah, had a monster dunk. I mean, just a throwdown. Uh, put someone on a poster and then signed it for him. <laughs> uh, dude, like this guy is playing with a menace. Now, can I ask you, do you think it would work? And maybe it wouldn't. Do you think it would work if you were to play Hassan at the four and then put Gobert at the five with Azubuki as his backup? Could you do that or no? Could you? Probably. Would Will you? Quinn Snyder? No. Uh, he tried that experiment okay. with Derek Favors in the early years, and you could tell that it, it, as Quinn Snyder evolved as a coach and as a team evolved, he went away from that. Uh, and then do not forget, tomorrow night, Eric, it's a showdown of the two greatest Aggies in the modern era of Utah State men's basketball. Namish Keta, Sam Merrill, Friday night, 7 p.m. on ESPNU. Game will take place in Vegas. Boy, where these two guys absolutely shine in their respective Mountain West Conference championships. Uh, that is going to be fun. I am looking forward to watching that game. Uh, I feel pretty confident that Nimi's going to get a lot more minutes than Sam will. Yeah. But I hope Sam gets more opportunity than he did. Me too. Uh, he what? He plays 16 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and really his first action with the Memphis Grizzlies. And I think maybe that's why they didn't give him as many minutes as they wanted to kind of work him into it. Maybe. I think he'll get Could more be, minutes. Could be, because he's the newer guy. But um, yeah, hopefully we get uh, we get those two on the court at the same time. That'd be a lot of fun. I just want to see Nimi dunk on Sam in the trash talk him. <laughs> I just, I mean, I love Sam, but I just want to see Nimi throw it down and then like give him like the stare down or something. Or have the coach call out uh, like a, a, a screen or somehow where <laughs> Sam gets to pull Nimi out and stick a three pointer <laughs> in his eye. Around his eye. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait, dude. Our pick six might be full of that game, so uh, we'll guess we'll see. But uh, can I just the, circle back to the yeah. Jazz before we leave By the summer league ahead, yeah. topic? No, please do. I continue to be impressed with Trent Forrest. I mean, oh my that was gosh. great for the Jazz oh. to pick up that uh, the the two way deal with him. Sure, it would be great. I'm sure if, if Forrest felt like he got a little better deal, but at least that puts him in the uh, in the Jazz uh, roster, puts him in the locker room. Um, 16 points, nine assists, four rebounds, uh, two steals, one block. Uh, this guy, he just 
He continues to perform like he belongs in the NBA. He performs like he's an NBA player. He does need to improve his outside shooting. They need to continue to work on that stroke. It's a little non-conventional. Um, but he can score. He can help his teammates. He's a good floor general. So I've really been pleased with what he's been doing here in the summer league, and I'm glad that the Jazz were able to figure out a way to keep him on the roster somehow. Yeah, like I think Trent's been kind of a happy surprise for both you and I because he got some playoff minutes, right, if I remember right? Mm -hmm. And he played very, very well. Like, I mean, there was a couple times where he saw some of those rookie moments, but more often than not, he played like a seasoned veteran in a very tough scenario, and I thought he was really good. Good to see he got the two-way contract. I hope that means he gets, you know, because Mike's not going to go all 82. Uh, so hopefully he gets some chances to be able to go out there and prove himself. Quinn likes him. I mean, or else he wouldn't put him in the playoff situation that he did, but you know Quinn likes him a lot. Right, and if we're uncertain about how Butler is going to be doing as a, as a point guard, which isn't really his natural position, but they feel like he can play into that role – but if he's struggling with that, then Forrest has proven that he can help the Jazz. He's not as starstruck now as was when he was when they first had to rely on him. So he's really improved a lot in a short amount of time. So I'd like to see how he's improving and uh, could help the team out. All right, we're going to take a break. Coming back, it's time to hear from Utah State football. We're going to talk to the Hogs, Mason Knight, Marcus Moore. Uh, you keep calling them Hogs. I prefer to like the Warriors the in the trenches. I just think that sounds better. What was cooler, Hogs or the Warriors in the trenches? Yeah, yeah. They're the Warriors right there. Just, mm, you know, right in the, the line of scrimmage, it's all about strength on strength, just brute strength. They're Warriors. They're fighting with their hands. Hogs just sounds like it's a big, fat, dirty animal. Hey, golfers, Victory Golf Works, Cache Valley's only premier indoor golf facility, wants you to play your best golf by getting fitted for the right clubs. With all major equipment brands available like TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, and Titleist, you can be sure you'll find the right clubs at the right price. Receive personal golf lessons and club fitting from PGA Pro Tom Davidson. Gift cards for any amount are available to use toward any product or service. Victory Golf Works, 1077 West, 130 South in Logan. Visit VictoryGolfWorks.com. This is Ryan at My Mattress. We all know some of the side effects of not sleeping well or forgetfulness, inability to focus, bad driving, hallucinations now and again. Does this sound familiar? City of Lewiston? Lewiston. We at My Mattress care about you and your well-being. Prove all the other cities wrong and show them that you do care about better sleep and buy a mattress at My Mattress. If you're sleep deprived and can't remember where we're located, we're at 981 South Main by the South Walmart, Lewiston. Isn't it time to sleep exceptionally? Home at Daryl has a farm and appliance farm. With down home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O Looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot. Hey, Old Nick Darrow has a farm and appliance farm. Darrow's appliance, no overhead, but lots of country charm. See, Darrow's appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. You've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. You have to carefully monitor your health for the rest of your life. And you have an increased risk of developing cardiovascular disease. Cut, take two. Action. You've been diagnosed with a new purpose, to fight for the amazing life you've made for yourself. To look that risk of heart disease square in the face and say, no, not me. You've been given a new opportunity. 
to live. Get started at nodiabetesbyheart.org. The Aggies, Jazz, High Schools, even the Pee Wee's T-Ball team. It's the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France, Nache Salveson. What? <laughs> She's laughing at over there. Oh, uh, yeah. I love you. All right. Uh, Utah State Aggie football. First scrimmage is this Saturday, 11 a.m. at the MAV. Second scrimmage and final scrimmage that you'll get a chance to see them is next Saturday at noon. Be part of Aggie Family Fun Football Day. By the way, speaking of the Aggies, before we go any further, uh, really cool news uh, for both uh, for men's basketball. Uh, yes, this is really this cool. This is awesome. The uh, Utah State men's basketball, per Kyle Cottom and Ryan Odom, have announced that they have uh, added Director of Operations and External Relations, Kelsey, is it Kenosh? Noke? Is it Noke? K-N-O-C-H-E. Dude, it could be Kenosh. Welcome to the team, Kelsey. Kelsey is... Uh, uh, Kelsey has worked as an assistant coordinator with the Maryland Terrapin men's basketball program since 2015 and was associated with the team as a student operations assistant for four more years during her undergraduate studies. Uh, with the Terrapins, Kelsey coordinated basketball-specific fundraising efforts, alumni relations, and assisted with the team travel. Additionally, Kelsey worked closely with the team's recruiting efforts, including coordinating on-campus visits and organizing all-staff recruiting travel. Uh, and she's a native of Fairfax, Virginia. Kelsey is a 2015 graduate of Maryland's Merrill College of Journalism. Uh, she is the daughter of Chris Kenosh, the men's basketball coach at American University from 90 to 97, and the uh, current color commentator for the University of Maryland men's basketball radio broadcast. This girl knows basketball pretty darn well. What a fun hire. What a great hire by Ryan Odom, uh, Coach Ryan Odom. I, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it's an exciting hire, not just because um, it's a woman added to the staff, but look at her experience. Look at where she's been. She's been involved with some very high-level uh, basketball organizations, and that's going to help Utah State and what they do and, and Ryan Odom's kind of vision for this program and the teams they try to, to face, how they get there, um, how they you know connect with what's going on with, with the university and the community at large. So it's a really important job that not a lot of people understand what they do. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's exciting to have, have her part of the Utah State basketball program. Here's your Utah State football camp update per Doug Hoffman in Utah State football. First time they put in all full pads uh, for fall camp. They had a four separate 11-on-11 and 7-on-7 live periods. Uh, once again, worked on special teams, including tackling, in addition to one-on-one drills during the morning practice. Here are a few highlights. Senior wideout Savon Scarver had argu- arguably his best practice of fall camp. Four catches during the live drills, including a pair for a long touchdowns. Uh, Justin McGriff uh, had a good good day as well uh, with his size and ball skills. He had three catches. Derek Wright added two catches uh, to go along with a long touchdown on one-on-one drills. And Nainai Davis and Otto Tia stood out again as Davis had a pair of catches. Tia holding uh, a long touchdown reception during one-on-one drills. And the Utah State's defense created a pair of turnovers once again. Guess what? Shaq Bond. And Andre Grayson Jr. both had interceptions to go along with a pass breakup for each of them. Uh, their defense also notched six pass breakups 
on the day from senior cornerbacks Taron Adams, Xavier Steele, Jared Green, and Justin Rice, in addition to ones from Bond and Grayson. And then, of course, sophomore inside linebacker Kina Mali uh, had his best day of fall camp with a would-be sack and another would-be tackle for a loss. Johnson Hansen also added a would-be sack as well. Again, fall camp is this Saturday, or to be fall scrimmage is this Saturday, 11 a.m. Next Saturday at 12 p.m. Those are both open to the public and free. None of the practices are open to the public. Let's head to the Warriors with hands. Just doesn't even sound right, dude. Well, they're down there doing hand fighting. I mean, it's why don't you call it slap and tickle then? For all I care. No, it's physical, man. Good. Don't call them hogs. Call them warriors in the trenches. Let's start with Demetri. Actually, no. Let's start with Marcus Moore. And get mine out of the way because I don't want to listen to it too much longer. <laughs> uh, here is Marcus Moore uh, with uh, myself here on Utah State Football Media Day. I right, here with uh, defensive tackle, graduate senior Marcus Moore, coming back for his, uh, I guess, I don't know, super senior season is what they call that, right? I'm not too sure. In a good way. <laughs> uh, you know, with, with everything you guys went through last year, it was just so adverse, I mean, for you guys. And it's probably something new for you as well as a, as a football player and whatnot. What wanted you to come back and play again at Utah State? Um, for me, uh, it was, you know, the – uh, coaches that were coming in, um, I believed in the program, um, and I wanted to stay, so I'm here. You, uh, I didn't know this, but you spent four seasons at UCLA, graduated with a degree in African American Studies in the fall of 19 at UCLA. That's pretty impressive. Yes, sir. How That's is that, like, especially in this day and age and culture, how is that learning from, like, just learning that topic? What stood out to you the most? Uh, I think what stood out to me the most was the information that uh, I picked up on. Uh, you know, it's a lot of information that is withheld uh, from the public, and you know, it's not easily accessible. So, um, it was—I mean, there's a there's a lot to take away from it. Does it <laughs> make you more history. aware of what's going on in the world now? I mean, has it, it opened your eyes a little bit? Or uh, definitely uh, opens your eyes, especially when you start going back in and really looking into the history and finding out, you know, the truth. You, uh, you earned honorable mention all Mountain West honors last year. You started three of the five games that you played in. Uh, what do you look for in improving this year going into the 2021 season? Uh, going into the 2021 season, ultimately, um, just mentality uh, and fixing, fine-tuning the, the small things as far as uh, my athletic abilities. Um, that's pretty much it. I got a chance to sit down with Coach Bonda. He is an infectious, energetic oh, yeah. ball oh. fire. I love him. He's a great guy. Oh, tell me what you – I mean, that's just come from a media guy. What is it like being on the field with him? Oh, that's amazing. I love Coach Bonda. <laughs> um, Leadership-wise on the defense, you guys got a bunch of great leaders. Again, you're one of those. Shaq Bond's one of those guys. Andre Grayson. Uh, what? How much expectation have you put on your defensive side of the ball based on leadership and experience coming back? Excuse me. Oh, sorry. So, how much how much expectation do you guys have on your defense, just based on the leadership and the experience you guys have coming back? I mean, the bar is always set high. I think the expectations are set pretty high as well. Um, especially, you know, with the season we had last year, uh, this year I think we need to come out and dominate, and that's the mentality. Uh, season's going to be fun. I mean, you guys start off in Pullman, Washington to take on the Cougars. Oh, yeah. And you got that death row stretch of BYU, Boise State, and Air Force back-to-back-to-back to back to back three weeks in a row. But Boise State on September 25th on the Mothership Channel of Television on CBS at 10 a.m. in your guys' house. How excited are you about that? Uh, you know, I look forward to every game. <laughs> I think right now the most important one is 
like you said, the first one up in Washington. Uh, defensive players that we think that we should be on the eyes out for. Uh, I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of guys open to the, oh man, specifically. Um, Anybody that stand out to you? I mean, I like the whole group as yeah. a whole, you know what I'm saying, as a unit. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, man, put a guy out there. I believe, you know, he's going to step up to the plate and do what he got to do. Well, Marcus, stay healthy. Absolutely. Stay well, man. Good luck to you. <laughs> Can't wait to see you on the field, buddy. Thank you. I right, Good luck to you. Dude, he's a monster, too. He's got good size. Marcus Moore of the Utah State Aggies, a defensive lineman, senior year. He's one of those super seniors. But, Eric, I think he's going to come back, and I think he's going to be a bring a great, great uh, addition for this defensive line, which is full of defensive talent already on that side. Right. Marcus Moore has experience, uh, Pac-12 experience. Uh, Dimitri Galifua has been in the system for Utah State for a little while. And uh, – uh, Nick Henninger is moving in and being a, a permanent fixture on that defensive front. I, I like how things are coming together defensively for that unit. There's a question on both sides of uh, what's the depth look like for both the offensive and defensive lines. But I like how that's coming together as a unit for the starters, at least. Uh, they're not going to be pushed over. Uh, I think they're going to be a pretty good front and kind of create some havoc going after opposing offenses as well. Now, Al Lewis, he got a chance to catch up with Dimitri. And uh, let us know about how he's doing. And he's been here at Utah State for a little while. And uh, what to, what he sees on that defensive front for Utah Dimitri State. Dimitri Kaliafua with him. Uh, first off, we always have to ask you about Ricky. We're interested <laughs> in what he's doing or where he's at. Uh, you know, he's doing well for himself. He bought himself a house up there in Lehigh. Got a beautiful family, two babies. And, you know, he's just a... Uh, he's living life, man, enjoying it. Is he working or what's he in? Yeah, he's working. I believe he's a... Uh, He's into solar now sales and mm-hmm. different things like that. But You've know. been here a long time. I mean, and again, now with all of this, there's a lot of guys who've been here a long time. I mean, six years of getting ready to play and, and really, you know, considering Utah State before that and all that, it's been a lot of, a lot of your life already. Definitely. It is. It's been a long time since I've been here. I'm almost one of the coaches now. <laughs> but, man, uh, just getting ready for football every year, like, it's kind of crazy to think I'm here for a sixth year. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a few more players on the team that are here for six years, but man, it really takes a toll on the body. But you know, we're excited. We're really excited for the year. So, with the abbreviated year last year to mm-hmm. play, body wise, was conditioning off season even more important? Maybe going to that sixth year than maybe some of the other years have been. Oh uh, yeah, this year has has definitely been a lot about like uh, maintaining and, and staying injury free. Uh, building up to this season is really important, especially because we played a lot of ball. Uh, myself and like I said a few other guys who played a lot of football um, it's really important to take care of our bodies and build it the right way and uh, we've been able to do that with Coach Jackson as far as strength and nutrition and conditioning so it's been really great and attitude of everybody around the blending I mean it really is kind of a new start for everybody because this is a new coaching staff for the most part there's not many guys who've been around and so really it's kind of a new thing for everybody Definitely, and I think the attitude is perfect right now. It's really infectious because everybody's really, really, really trying to work. We want to win. We want to win a championship, a Mountain West championship, and I think we can do that. Uh, the culture around here has changed, but for the better. And uh, everybody's doing really well and adapting and moving along uh, with it. So we're excited. Well, Dimitri, to be honest, you've been on teams that have been there and had that chance and all that kind of stuff. What is it going to take? I mean, preseason people looking at this team say oh well they're not a contender maybe in the mountain division what do you have to say about that what does that do to motivate you um i think it motivates our whole team you know uh, we enjoy being the underdog it's always it's, it's always best to fight our way and climb our way to the top 
um, I, th- I think they really have to look out for us. As a team, we've grown together. And similar to the 2018 year when we did really well, our best guys are going to perform. Uh, whether it's conditioning, strength, uh, no matter what it is, they're always going to perform. And those guys are always leading. And the people behind us are willing to follow and listen. And, and like I said, just like 2018, I, I got the same feeling, man. Uh, I'm really, really excited about what we have this year. There was a couple years ago, I remember when I talked to Coach Woods when he was here. And uh, he said he thought that uh, this was a young group of guys that could come along and be good offensive linemen through the years. Coach Anderson today, when I ask him if there's a concern on the team, he says, I'm not concerned about my offensive line, but I'm concerned about maybe depth and things there. What can you have to tell us about the def- the offensive line and who's there and do you have enough bodies? And you play both center and guard. Do you know your position you're going to be at right now and what does it look like? Uh, right now, personally, for me, I'm just uh, I'm doing my best every single day. Uh, grind it out, and wherever they need me, that's where I'm going to play, just like the rest of us. We've got a lot of returning guys. Now we have some experience on our belt, uh, one and a half season. Um, it's better than nothing, uh, absolutely. Depth, I don't think it would be too much of a problem. Like I said, uh, Coach Jackson is doing a great job in, in maintaining our bodies and help build us for this hard uh, upcoming season along with this fall camp. So we got guys like Fred, Jacob South. Uh, we got young guys, or used to be young guys like Jackson. People really... Uh, People are really showing out, and uh, it's really good to see because, we got, a, like you said, we had a talented young group of people. But now, like I said, we have uh, some experience under our belt and working together, so I think we'll be good. I think we'll, we'll do well. Would you rather play center or rather play guard yourself? Uh, honestly, I really just want to win. That's my biggest. <laughs> uh, that's my biggest focus right now. Is I want to win, whether I'm at guard, center, tackle, DN, cornerback. I'm willing to do whatever it takes to help my team win. Mm-hmm. But and. What's the technique or what's different about playing the positions? Is there one that's a little... I mean, center, you've always heard that he's got to make maybe a few Mm -hmm. extra calls or a few more adjustments and things than maybe the guard. At least I've heard that before. Is that true? Mm -hmm. Um, It's true. uh, Everything's always based on what the center's going to call, and then we all have to adjust accordingly. But uh, it's it's not too different. I guess you got a little bit more uh, leeway as far as like um, hitting goes at guard. You got a little bit more room to to get there than center. But other than that, it's, it's not too different. It's not too different, this, especially in our offense. I'm excited about our offense, really am. We're, uh, we're going to light it up this year, man. Well, they talk about playing a fast-paced offense like we had here a while ago, and maybe and Andrew Peasley told me it's maybe even faster than when Coach Yost was here or whatever back a couple years ago. But the thing with that is we, we know, you know people are running around and we're trying to make the defense tired. Does that make the offense tired when you play fast? Uh, well, the thing that Coach Anderson really focuses on is being the most uh, in-shape team. So what we're going to try and focus on doing is getting our bodies in the best shape possible. Of course, it'll make us tired, but we're just going to make sure that you're more tired than we are. And that's our focus. We're always going to be not as tired as you because it's, it's going to be a grind no matter what we do. You can run. You can lift weights. You can do whatever you want, but it's going to be a grind. It's going to hurt, but we're not going to hurt as much as you. And when it comes to that fourth quarter, that's when we, that's when we end it right there, and that's our plan. Is it a much different offense? Do you feel like you have to do about the same things you've done before, or has it changed a whole lot? You know, I think our offensive coordinator is great. Um, it's 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 kind of similar in a way, but uh, he has his own style of doing things as well as making our calls and everything. So I'm excited. It's familiar, but still it's new. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's going to be fast. What's uh, what, what have you done with school all the years you've been here? Have you got multiple degrees? Or, <laughs> are, you, are you ready to go into a lot of areas or what? Yeah, so, so I graduated already um, in December, 
So I started my master's in the sports management program up here. So right now we're just taking care of that. And uh, I, plan, I plan on finishing. So uh, regardless of where football takes me, um, I'll, I'll have a master's degree under my belt as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I know family's always been big to you and all. And this, just to kind of get the feeling that we all needed uh, uh, one more year to get everybody together after what happened last year. Is that a, is that a fair way of putting it? That is definitely a fair statement, man, because, uh, you know, last year wasn't what we wanted, not what anybody wants for their team. So this year uh, I get to finish the right way and uh, I get to do it with my brothers one more time. So I'm excited, man. All right. That's Al Lewis with Dimitrik Aliafu. Eric, you want to make a An correction? Offensive lineman, not defensive lineman, as I may have mentioned. I greatly appreciate your yeah. willingness to correct yourself. On I'm just thinking mistake. about guys on the trenches, okay? <laughs> I'm going to throw them all on the line. The Warriors in the trenches, not Hogs. Warriors in the trenches. Uh, quick text from uh, 9463 on our Guild Mortgage text line. Do you get the feeling that there is a trepidation with the veteran players in buying into Coach A's new system? Or are they all in 100% ready to go with it? Mm. Uh, the feeling I've had talking to players is they're excited for this new new energy and yeah. what's going on and with this coaching just, staff and how they're confidence treating the, the players. That that last line is exactly what it is. They feel like they're being coached. They feel like the coaches want to be there to coach them. They want to help them out. They want to make them get better. Um, something that uh, I'd say 95% of the players last year didn't feel at all. And from the from the get go, by the way, we're talking fall camp on. They didn't feel like it was really there. So uh, we are going to take a break. We'll have to get to Mason Knight another time. We're kind of running out of time here, and we still have our pick six. We might be able to save him in the next hour. We'll Depends save on him how for the next go. hour. Yeah, and uh, we'll add him on with uh, Al Lewis or something like that. All right, coming up on the full court press. It's our pick six. Hate this game. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. We love being in Smithfield and making it easy for our friends and customers to do their banking. Hi, this is Danny Hanson, branch manager at Cash Valley Bank in Smithfield. If you don't bank with us, I invite you to discover what a great financial partner you'll find in Cash Valley Bank. I'm anxious to get to know you and invite you to stop by and say hello. Now celebrating our second year in Smithfield, located on the corner of Center and Main, Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Alche Salson here on a Thursday afternoon. You know what time that is? Uh, we get to play. It's just becoming your favorite day of the week. 
Why do you like the string of success you've me? had the last few weeks? You can't tell me that your opinion has changed of this game. So you know Once what? Once you've tasted a little bit of success. Now Eric's butt's on the line. Now it's his turn. If Eric loses, he's shaving his head and he's singing the Ute football fight song. That's what's going to happen next. That is what's coming up. Eric, let's get to our pick six. You all know the drill. Three lines from each of us. Yes or no's, over-unders, all sorts of them. Winner gets, I don't know. I do owe you something for this last week. I just want a marshmallow pie and a Diet Dr. Pepper. That's all I'm asking for. All right. Is that too much to I'll ask? I'll make it happen. All right. Uh, Eric, since I won, I defer. Go. Okay. Sam Merrill minutes versus Sacramento. Okay. 20 and a half. Under. I'm going to take the over. Uh, Trent Forrest assists for the Jazz when they play against Miami on Friday. Setting the line at eight and a half. Uh, over? I'll take the under. Yeah, you might win that one. And then finally, uh, the Green Bay Packers have a preseason game against the Texans on Saturday. Jordan Love passing yards, 145 and a half. Ooh. Under. I'll take the over. Namiya Keta, four and a half blocks over under versus uh, the Grizzlies tomorrow night. I'm going to take the under. I'm going to take the under. Uh, da, 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 uh, Yankees, White Sox, fill the dreams tonight in Iowa. This will be fun. Uh, Yankees by two and a half over under. So Yankees over the White Sox by two and a half? Yep. Um, I'll take the over. Really? I'll take the under. Okay. Uh, Jazz Heat tomorrow afternoon for Summer League. Azabuki. Does he have a double-double, yes or no? Mm. Uh, uh, Azabuki, will he have a double-double, yes or no? I'm going to say no. <sighs> I'm going to say no, too. Just hoping to get you on that one. Tiebreaker? Let's do Grizzlies King score. Oh, wait. Should we wait? Should the tiebreaker be for Saturday-Sunday matchup? What do you think? No? Does it matter? Okay. Uh, uh, it's your choice. You are the winner last shoot. week. Shoot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do the Packers win? Yes or no, Eric? I see they're playing the Texans? Yep. Um, I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say no. Oh, I should have done. You know what? I, I Dang it. I thought of a different line that would have been better. Oh, hold on. Okay, switch to tiebreaker. Switch to tiebreaker. Okay. Who has more interceptions, okay. Jordan Love or Zach Wilson? Oh, okay. I like that. And you'll say who? I'm going to say Wilson. I'm going to say Love. I'm excited for that. Okay, that's a good one. All right, 60 seconds here from cleaning up the first hour and getting ready for the second hour. We'll talk all Region 11 high school football. Yeah, continue our previews of Region 11. Uh, Al Lewis previewing the Logan Grizzlies. Rod Zundel, who is going to be part of our Bear River Bears broadcast team this uh, this year. And Craig Hislop, who calls the play-by-play for the Green Canyon Wolves. We look, look forward to hearing from them. And if we can, we'll still try to hear from Mason Knight, 
off, new offensive lineman for Utah State. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll get you through the rest and we'll get you ready for the weekend. I guess of sports here coming up through uh, Saturday, Sunday. Of course, preseason football is already under. We'll be getting underway officially here this weekend, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, by the way, Eric, someone sent out a tweet and said, and like he's he's an in-state guy and said, "Hey, what games you should be watching for?" And did not include the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Which is really amazing. Yeah. All right. Coming back. Second hour. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The New England Patriots kick off their preseason tonight against Washington. We should get a long look at Patriots quarterback Mac Jones. And I know it's just a preseason game, but it's worth watching the rookie out of Alabama. Teams are less patient than ever. They want young quarterbacks to learn on the field, on the job. If Cam Newton struggles, Bill Belichick could try out the rookie sooner rather than later. Coming into the draft, Jones was considered one of the more pro-ready players. He's coming off an undefeated season at Alabama, and he got used to the big stage. The Patriots are in an interesting position. They made a big investment in free agents in the offseason. Bill Belichick's 69 years of age. He's not interested in a rebuild. Last year, it looked like a miserable time in Foxborough. You'd think that that would impact their approach to the quarterbacking position. But in today's NFL, we shouldn't expect teams to hold off on playing first-year quarterbacks, including the New England Patriots. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. And welcome back to the second hour of the Full Court Press. 501, your kickoff time on an August 12th. Thursday evening. So glad to have you guys joining us wherever and however you're doing. So 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, 1069thefan.com. Here in this hour, you're going to hear from some Region 11 football play-by-play guys, including Hall of Famer Al Lewis at 505, uh, Rod Zundel at 520, Craig Hislop at 540, Logan, Bear River, Green Canyon, respectively, for who they cover. We're excited to have uh, them be a part of our broadcast this year. Again, got an exciting announcement you always wanted to see what the game looked like? You can now on CashValleyDaily.com starting this Friday. We will have streaming available to be able to see the game as you're listening to it from our play-by-play broadcasters, our color uh, broadcasters as well. Uh, appreciate all the work that's gone into that to the uh, Cache County School District, Logan School District as well, to allow us to uh, make this happen. So you fans who aren't able to make it to the game can go to CashValleyDaily.com. Just scroll down. You'll find the game. Click on it, and you'll be able to see the entirety of its game streamed. And if you miss it, it'll be found in the archives at CashValleyDaily.com where you can find and watch the game. Really, really cool thing that the Cash Valley Media Group has put together. A lot of work gone into it. Big thanks to our IT guy, Kevin, who's been just hands over heels and just trying to put this together to Eric Franson and everybody else who's been a part of it. Just exciting stuff. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a lot of work, especially for uh, uh, Kevin. <laughs> Our engineer and IT guy, he's been doing a fantastic job putting it together and figuring it out. We have spent months doing the research, buying equipment, testing it out, sending things back until we kind of refine what we think works best for our crew. So we're super excited to be able to do this. It's just uh, the next evolution of, of how we 
cover what's going on in our community. So we're really excited to be able to do that. And uh, I'll put this out there as well. Be patient with us. This is new, and there may be some hiccups along the way, but just know that uh, you know we're doing our best to try to figure it out, and we are committed to having a good product. So, um, But, uh, yeah, it starts this Friday. It starts tomorrow. It starts tomorrow. It's uh, crazy. If you want to be a part of the show, 435-339-0321. Again, 435-339-0321. Hey, can I just take a selfish moment really quickly? I, I think I've done this every year, but I'm going to do it again this year. Uh, uh, this is, I think tomorrow is my four year, I guess, three year anniversary of working with you on this show. I just want to tell you things. Uh, only three I, years? Dude, it's, it's been only felt three like years. It's been like 20. Dude, well, you look like you've been through it 20 years. Look <laughs> at you. Gray hair, freaking old wrinkles. You look like the uh, Kevin Costner, like there's a before and after photo of Kevin Costner from when he was doing Field of Dreams in 89, and then the one where he just recently walked out like yesterday onto the field. <laughs> And he looks like he's just—he looks like Clint Eastwood, oh. at like ninety years old. Uh, he's aged a bit. That's what you look. Hey, like. Hey, how cool is that game though? That's going to oh, happen. Man, I mean, they're I supposed can't to do wait. it last year, and then it got called off. I can't wait. But that's coming up. It's tonight. Is it on Fox? It is. Yes, it is. And it's coming up actually in the next like ten minutes. I know. I need to find a way. I think. Oh man, I'm gonna have Directv on here. I have to click on it and watch it. Yeah, I'm yes. so... Yankees and Sox tonight on Fox, 515 is when it's expected to start. Have you seen the field and everything? I have. It looks cool. Now, how they've brought in extra bleachers. They threw up some uh, some lights um, and uh, just how they've put it together. Very small group of people will be there in person and a very intimate feel. And, uh, man, that's going to be so cool. Uh, Andrew uh, Heaney on the mound for the Yankees. Lance Lynn on the mound for the White Sox. Um, really cool to see how it comes together. And uh, I hope I hope people get uh, a good game. I hope it's entertaining. I hope it's not just so much shots of cornfields because the game's so boring. We'll just keep uh, doing <laughs> wide shots. But I hope we get some really good action. I want to see someone field. run through the field of corn and see what really happens to them. Do they come back? Yeah, I want to know what <laughs> happened to what happened to those guys when they went through the field of corn. That's all I'm asking. Are they wearing the? Are they wearing unis like yep. they did in the film? They are. That's cool. Yep, absolutely. Really cool. All right, from the wheat fields and corn fields to the gridiron, uh, we now go to our Region 11 football preview. We begin it tonight with Logan High School football, and they're going to be called by, of course, the Hall of Famer, Al Lewis. Al joins us here now on the Full Court Press. Al, good evening. How are you? Hey, I'm, I'm impressed. They have just had all the players walk in through the corn field no way. onto the stadium to meet Kevin Costner. Oh, I mean, that's that, so cool. Okay, I really that want to know where the... absolutely what? great, and all of them are shaking his hands, and now he's finally got a smile on his face. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty tough. He finally <laughs> has you know, a like They're all thanking him for inviting him to come play on his field. You know? Oh, that's <laughs> so cool. That's awesome. Yep. Hey, uh, Bart Bowen here uh, in his, I believe, third? Is it third year or fourth year here yeah, at Logan? Third year. Third, third year. year at Logan High School. Uh, it seems like they're making the trend upward. Would you agree with that? I would agree. I mean, you know, the, the problem with Logan High is numbers and uh, numbers of football players. You know, they have a roster that includes 53 players, I think it is, that I counted. But there's really only about 22 to 25 of the guys that I really think will be heavy contributors uh, to the football team. So it, it, it's got to build. I hear that they do have some younger kids coming up. They will start one sophomore this year, it looks like, uh, on defense. So uh, they're going to go after uh, you know at least one younger guy and 
try to contribute. And they do have some returning guys. I mean, I think, uh, you know, Logan High built a pretty good foundation last year. Matthew Mason has got to be one of the better two-way players in the state when he ran for 700 yards plus and caught 22 passes. And he averaged 15 tackles a game on defense. So he's a pretty good player to kind of build around the whole team. And this, when we did talk to uh, Coach Bull, and that is one of the things that we highlighted, is that they probably have more returning uh, players this year than just about anybody else in the region. Um, and that's that's got to pay huge dividends for them in a very competitive Region 11. Yeah, I think that, you know, when you – I mean, Mason played defense, and all of a sudden about game four, they decided to start playing him offensively. And Logan got better at that point with him running the ball to help out and take some of the pressure off of Cody Kirk who I think is a pretty good quarterback. Obviously, the big deal, he's got to not throw the ball to the opposition as many times as he did last year. Now, he had one game, his first game, when he uh, finally played, where he threw five interceptions. He had another game, I think, of four. So most of them came in a couple of games. But he, he's got a pretty good arm, and uh, they've got a few offensive weapons in the trenches. That'll be the real deal for Logan High if they can come up with an offensive line that can run block. That seemed to make them better last year. And then they're going to have to, of course, uh, be able to uh, do something defensively up front to stop other teams from running the ball and pounding it at them. What can they do in regards of Region 11? Obviously, it's it's kind of a tough Region 11 with Skyway and Ridgeline, the cream of the crop, of course. Green Canyon might be on their uprise. I, Mountain Crest has got a new coach and so a new system being developed over there. Could this be Logan's chance to maybe climb up the ladder a little bit in Region 11? Well, you, you just have a hard time believing that they can they can match talent wise what we've seen the last couple of years of Ridgeline and Skyview overall with numbers. I think Logan's got a few talented guys that can be, you know, among some of the better players in the region. But just numbers wise, it's hard. But this would probably be a year to have a chance because I know some of those other teams have got some younger kids coming up. But Logan's got they say some good younger kids, but I don't think they have the numbers in their you know, maybe freshman class this year that some of the others do that supposedly are good. But this this may be uh, a pretty good year for Logan to have a chance to do that. They do play most of the tough teams at home. Uh, you look at the schedule, so at the home fields, it could sometimes hang in there, you know. They're playing home games against Ridgeline and, and Skyview, those teams. And an opportunity to play a game on the, uh, the field up there at Utah State, too. That's really cool for those players yeah. to get that opportunity. Stansbury yeah, coming up for that one. Up there, they played great. So let's hope that they can do that again the next time they're on that field. I know we've, we coaches seem to have varying opinions about the RPI and how it affects the postseason. Uh, I mean, you've been following high school athletics for a really long time. How do you feel like it's it's worked out for high school football in particular? You know, really, when you look at it, Eric, I think it hasn't really, in the end, made a big difference. I think last year, to be fair. It probably should have been Skyview and Ridgeline, seated one and two. And again, they played in the semifinal game, I know, instead, and, and had the injury to maybe take away a little luster from that game for Ridgeline. But, uh, you know, it's worked out to where number one and number two have almost really played each other, I think, in the final the last couple of years in, in 4A. This year, how about 4A? Only two regions. So you only got, what, 11 teams, I think it is, total that can even be in the playoffs. I don't know how you handle that. Does, does 4A finish a week ahead of everybody else because they don't have the same level and number of playoff rounds as the rest of the state? It'll be interesting to see how that works out. Hey, give me your thoughts on the rest of Region 11. I know you did just a little bit, but obviously Ridgeline, uh, Skyview, uh, Ridgeline obviously returns a, a, a bevy of talent, but 
Uh, can this team, do you think they can run the table in 4A? Um, you know, I, I don't know enough about the rest of this day. I think Ridgeline should be good. I saw a little bit of their scrimmage the other night. <laughs> they were moving the ball around. They had quite a few people that looked like could run it and, and catch it. And, and, and Cox could throw it. Looked at their backup quarterback was pretty good, too. I know, you know, Skyview's got the three quarterbacks that they'll be looking at. I think that they'll kind of go with the, the Zollinger at the start, and then we'll see how the other younger kids come in. There, there's some there's some really good teams in this region and everything. And so I'm I'm looking forward to kind of seeing how they all play out and, and then how good, again, are the St. George teams. There'll be a couple of crossover matchups in the preseason, not many, a couple, where they'll get a chance. You know, like Crimson Cliffs is coming up here this week, and they're not supposed to be one of the better teams down there, so we'll see how that goes. Al, one of the things that uh, we've been talking about as we're getting ready for another year of high school football is just how much experience and talent we have within our own ranks for these calling these games. Uh, how how long have you been calling games for high school, especially Logan High? I know you've been doing it a long time. Okay, the the way it works out for me, this is maybe my twenty sixth Logan High year, and I did twenty four for the Aggies, so that's the way it worked out. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> hey, hey uh, I got one story about this game. Please, please. Do you yeah. guys realize that the only time Logan and Beaumont ever played, the, the best player in that game was a guy named Kyle Morrell. And that was in 1980 in the playoffs. And he went on to play at BYU, was on the national championship team. He just died last year. Probably one of the greatest athletes ever at Beaumont High School. He's the guy who made that leap over the top of Hawaii the goal line stand that kept BYU's undefeated season in 84 going when he tackled the Hawaii quarterback. They had to settle for a field goal rather than a touchdown, and BYU was able to score a touchdown and keep their ranking. And I thought that was interesting when I went back and found Kyle Morrell was the guy who made the big plays as Beaumont beat Logan the only other time they played back in 1980, 31-21. Wow, how about that? That's cool. Wow, mm-hmm. no kidding. Hey, and uh, i got to ask you too, Al, you're uh, – your thoughts about this new uh, wave that we're doing our broadcasts this year? Uh, thumbs up, thumbs down for you, or uh, <laughs> I can't, still trying I can't to wrap your head it, around? I can't give it a rating. Yet. I hope <laughs> what I saw of Ridgeline stuff, I think it's going to be really neat. It just hey, you're, you're going to have a hard time if you're relying on me to always push all the right buttons. <laughs> but well, uh, we're going to try. We'll try it first. Uh, game we'll have with some video streaming. I guess will be the second Logan game when they're playing at home against Juan Diego, who. Always is usually a really good team, too, so we'll have to see how they rank up against that team. It's probably got to be one of the best teams, I guess, in 3A this year, I guess, is the way it works out. Hey, I do got to ask you, we had a chance to listen to a few of your interviews with Utah State football, Andrew Peasley, Logan Bonner, Dimitri Galeofua. Uh What has stood out to you about this team so far, whether it's by position or whether it's what you've heard from the players or coaches? I think it's a perfect blend this year, Ajay, of, of the perfect storm for the Aggies. You've got a new coach with a new scheme comes in. So all the guys who were on the one-win team a year ago feel like, oh, gosh, this is something brand new. Even if the offense is somewhat like it was in the David Yost years, whatever they've been through, maybe the defense is similar or whatever. I think all of it's a little different, but it's brand new. You get the influx of the transfers that come in. But since it's a new coach, I think everybody's kind of the same and everybody's adapted to everybody, and I think it could really blend together great. Now, obviously, the only way they can go is up after what happened last year. Uh, I expect that to happen. I think, um, you know, it, again, you, you've got you to get through uh, some of these teams in the conference. And San Jose showed last year that you can do that by beating Boise State and beating some of those other teams. 
And so the Aggies have got to do the same thing this year and, and be the San Jose of this year's uh, Mountain West. Well, we're excited to see what happens on Saturday with the first scrimmage for Utah State football. I know you got a busy couple of days calling a high school game on the road on a Friday night and then Utah State scrimmage on Saturday. So excited to see how it all comes together. And uh, no one better go do it than Al Lewis. So. Hey, by the way, well, I, I thought it was – sorry, I thought it was crazy how you picked up on the uh, relationship that Kent Myers was from Arkansas State. Is that yeah. what it was? Well, uh, no, well, Rowlett, Texas. Same place in Texas. And, okay. and, and Logan Bonner's from Rowlett, Texas. And – They've known each other, and as a sophomore, Bonner played against Myers, the senior, and they have known each other. They played junior football together, and when all of a sudden he thought about Utah State, not not just because of Blake Anderson, he got with Kent Myers to find out about Utah State and Logan, Utah, and Kent Myers gave him glowing reviews to come up here and play. Wow. That is incredible. Oh, mm-hmm. what a connection. Only you would know that, by the way. Only you could actually <laughs> pick that up more than anybody else. Al, thank you so much for your time. Greatly appreciate it. Be safe. Have a great call tomorrow night. All right, guys. Thanks. All right. Take care. And once again, Al Lewis will be calling the games on KVNU. That's 610 AM, 102.1 FM, the KVNU mobile app, kvnutalk.com. And now, not tomorrow, maybe, we're still, maybe, but uh, for the most of the season, uh, those games will also be seen on CashValleyDaily.com. So really excited to have Al still in, in the midst here and helping our team and great resource for some of our newer guys that are learning the business and uh, figuring out what it takes to do a good call and make a good broadcast. Yeah, I I would feel, and I mean this in the most nicest way, Eric, I'd feel it's so in, inadequate to call a game next to Al. I'm like, you know what, Al, you just describe what you saw and I think that will just cover it for both of us. <laughs> And I mean that with all due respect. Al is so good at what he does. He sees everything so incredibly well. And uh, I, I think if you're a Logan Grizzly fan, alumni, or a player, coach, or a parent, uh, you should be honored. And, and you should feel honored to be able to have uh, Al Lewis uh, being a part of the broadcast. Again, one of the best in the, in the Hall of Famer as well. So, yep, couldn't agree more. Uh, Eric, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll come back, and you'll hear from, are we at his slipper, Zundel? Uh, Zundel. Thank you. I knew you would know. All right, let's go ahead and take a break. We'll hear from Rod Zendel, the Bear River Bears. It's all coming up here on the Full Court Press. If you want to hit a home run or score a touchdown when it comes to your vehicle's maintenance, get your oil changed at Valvoline Instant Oil Change in Logan. This is Dustin with Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Preventative maintenance is huge in your game plan to keep your vehicle on the road. Not only do we change your oil, but we can also provide other services like recharging your air conditioning. Stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Valvoline Instant Oil Change, 695 North Main in Logan, across from Angie's. Hey, golfers, Victory Golf Works, Cash Valley's only premier indoor golf facility, wants you to play your best golf by getting fitted for the right clubs. With all major equipment brands available, like TaylorMade, Callaway, Ping, and Titleist, you can be sure you'll find the right clubs at the right price. Receive personal golf lessons and club fitting from PGA Pro Tom Davidson. Gift cards for any amount are available to use toward any product or service. Victory Golf Works, 1077 West, 130 South in Logan. Visit VictoryGolfWorks.com. Oh, McDarrell has a farm with down-home country prices and big city selection. E-I-E-I-O When you're looking for a friendly spot to drive a little and save a lot Hey, Daryl has a farm and appliance farm Daryl's Appliance No overhead but lots of country charm See, Daryl's Appliance in 
beautiful downtown Benson. Over 60 and retired? Making ends meet, especially at the supermarket, is tough. BenefitsCheckup.org is a free website that helps you pay for food, medicine, even utilities. Visit BenefitsCheckup.org. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. You know, when I was 20, I was spry. I was springy. I was froggy. Now I wake up and it's like the nuts and the bolts haven't been um, lubed. What? The nuts haven't been lubed? Yeah. If you want to call in and wish A.J. happy no. birthday, you can do that too. Our, our phone lines are dead? Do not pull the plug on that. Stay back. Oh, another reach. Just pull it away. Oh, I can't reach. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Full Court Press. Eric Franson, Ajay Salveson, 106.9 The Fan, and uh, continuing to preview the upcoming season for high school football. Um, and, uh, man, last week it was fun talking to the coaches. This week we're talking to the play-by-play announcers and getting their perspectives. Sometimes a coach will just give you coach speak, but um, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus from Region 11 because they were all really good. You're about to throw somebody underneath the bus, were, aren't you? They were all really good. Go ahead, good. let it out. They were, they were good. Uh, but sometimes you need a different set of eyes and what's going on when we talk to the play-by-play announcers. And also, it's a great opportunity to just introduce the audience to who these guys are and how to follow these games this year. And there's an exciting new addition to what we're doing this year, not just in adding a video element of following these games, but there's a really exciting addition in what we're doing for the Bear River Bears. Uh, you know, I was one of, I was considered a Hall of Fame worthy talent in Bear River. They were going to hang my headset in the <laughs> for, rafters. For doing what? And then you go ahead and mind. you hire this dude. And it totally has knocked me down three pedestals. I think they've uh Now I'm not even being talked about. About the A.J. Salveson era. Yeah. No, but uh, certainly he's a name that's familiar to many people in the state of Utah. Uh, very familiar with those who follow sports. And very familiar with what's going on over in Bear River Valley. His name's Rod Zundel. And he'll be calling the play-by-play for the Bear River Bears on uh, 104.9. Did you call them the Bear River Beers? Bear River you just Bears. did that, didn't you? Okay, sorry. No, I said Bears. Okay, Rod's hanging on the line forever. Can we get him going? <laughs> oh. Rod Zundel. Hi, guys. How are you, Rod? <laughs> it's, it's, and what we, what, when uh, we ever put Bear River on KSL, um, then I'll go, the Bear River Bears. That, that, that's not the Bears, the Bear River Bears. <laughs> you know, they just stumble over them. But, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do Bear River. It's back to where I started many, many years ago, and I'm uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, you've, uh, you've recently retired from KSL, um, but uh, when I threw the word out there that we were looking for somebody, I, I had a few people reach out and people I'm familiar with and uh, a few other that I want uh, that I hadn't heard of from uh, and just didn't know. But then uh, all of a sudden I get this message saying, Rod Zundel, like, hey, message me. I may be interested. And so we start talking about it. I'm like, hey, man, I know you're a KSL guy. We're, we're just small town. We can't offer much. But uh, here you are. You're going to do it. So we're excited to have you. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Um, uh, I've. 
I've wanted to do a play-by-play, uh, but there just aren't that many jobs opens. And, and high school football, I've done it at KSL um, when we broadcast the games on the KSL app for, you know, and KSL.com for many years, 10 years or so. So I, I'm really excited. I, I, I did my first broadcast of a Bear River High School game when I was a sophomore in high school in 1979-1980. I did a girls' basketball game on KBUH in Brigham City uh, when uh, when I was a sophomore with uh, Jeff Reeves. He was the play-by-play announcer for Bear River back uh, when I was going to high school. And he goes, hey, how would you like to do it? And I said, sure, I'd love to. And I fell in love with it ever since. And then he goes, how would you like to be a disc jockey? And I said, okay, I'd love to be a disc jockey. And he goes, show up Christmas Day, 5 o'clock in the morning. I said, okay. So for $5 an hour, I spun records, uh, Christmas records, and that was my first uh, indoctrination into uh, radio. So I'm wow. looking forward to it. It's where I started, and and then I uh, on the old KBXN and uh, uh, up on the hill at Bear River in Tremonton. When uh, in the mid '80s, after I graduated from high school, I did play-by-play for the Bears and uh, with Terry Munns. And then after I left, it was Terry, Harry, and Terry time. So. You know, um, Harry Gephardt. I'm looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun, and I love high school football. I love the passion, uh, and I love just uh, everything about high school football, and it's going to be fun. Tell us about the Bear River Bears. What have you seen out of them so far, and uh, what stands out to you just in a positive way about this squad? Well, they're young. Um, they're young, and they're uh, going to have a lot of uh, inexperience. They, they lost a couple of their big guns from a year ago, uh, a lot of their offense. Uh, from a year ago. Um, they have the quarterback that played a lot last year in Riker Jack Zepson coming back. Um, but I'm going to be talking with head coach Chris Wise here uh, a little bit tonight after, after I believe the sophomore game or the JV game uh, finishes up. And I'm going to get the lowdown and uh, get ready for tomorrow's game against Morgan. But um, there's going to be growing pains. Uh, so anyone who thinks that uh, they're, they're going to come out gangbusters, um, they're going to be growing pains and they're building for the future because they got so many young guys and talented guys. Don't get me wrong. They have talented guys, but it may take a while for it to gel. And if they can just continue and, and, and keep the faith, so to speak, then they'll be okay. But you know, it, it with, with youth comes, uh, mistakes and, and also with youth comes some greatness as well. So hopefully the greatness will outweigh the mistakes here early on in the season. Uh, Rod, you've got uh, just to introduce not just you and what you're doing and kind of your experience and what you're bringing to the Bear River Bears this year, but uh, you, your color analyst is somebody that maybe some folks over in Bear River area will recognize. Uh, Tommy Nelson, he was uh, a player there, went to play at BYU. He's coached at Northridge, and uh, he is a large man. He has got muscles in places I didn't know muscles existed. He's our big fella. He's a big dude. Uh, he's a big fella in the booth. Uh, when I when I uh, first walked in, I, I just met him this week for the first time and had to look up and around. You know, <laughs> because he's massive, and I can see why. Uh, you know, and I, I've been around a lot of uh, college players over the last twenty five, thirty years um, at KSL and, and the such. You know, I, I've I've been around some some big boys, but man, oh man, and he's solid as a rock, and he he does a lot of. Uh, uh, physical fitness with the bears basketball team as well. And boy, if you follow his, uh, routine, uh, he knows what he's talking about. Cause he's a big boy and he knows football 
he's been around it. He's been coach. He's uh, played college and and was a coach. And so I'm looking forward to uh, getting a lot of his expertise uh, in the booth and and explaining why things happen. I'll explain how it, uh, what happened. He'll explain how it happened and why it happened. Hey, Bucket Jones was the featured back for this team. Actually, he was a featured offensive player for this team just a year ago. Ran for over 1,000 yards. What do you think he can do? Or not what he can do. Excuse me, he's gone. What do you think this offense will be able to do without the leadership of, of Josh Payne or a, a great back like Bucket Jones? Can they still you know, establish a running game? Well, it uh, depends on the line. The offensive line, if they can come together and gel, how quickly they can do that. Um, because I know Chris likes to run the football, and if if the line could come together and gel and just give some semblance of of cohesiveness that that and push people out of the way and not get their heads down and, and not get it when things go wrong because things are going to go wrong, like I said, because they're gonna they're so young. But if they can just get that sense of oh that's how it is that's what I got to do let's keep it going then they're going to be okay because, uh, you know, Chris likes to run the football. And if, if they can just get a taste of what it's like and then get that taste in their mouths and say, okay, that's what it is, then they'll be okay. It's just a matter of, of getting that little bit of daylight to start with so they get a taste of success. Uh, that's what I'm looking for. If they can get a taste of success early on, not just, uh, you know, early on in the Morgan game tomorrow, but, uh, early this season, and, and and they can get a little bit of gelling going, then I think that uh, they'll be okay. But they've got to get that taste of, oh, that's how it's done. That's what we can do. That's how we can be successful. That's what I'm looking for out of this offensive line and this offensive group. Well, Rod, we're excited to see what uh, Coach Wise does. I mean, he's he's one of the longest tenured head coaches in the state. Period. Uh, he always has a great team that plays hard. They always play physical. And uh, opponents never really get too excited about facing Bear River because how hard they play. And we're really excited to have uh, you part of our broadcast team and and see you uh, call these games, hear you on the radio, and and uh, follow Bear River with uh, our with everything else that's going on with all of our different stations. So really happy to have you in the mix and excited for how you guys call the games this year. I'm excited to be a part of it and looking forward to uh, get rocking and rolling tomorrow night. Bear River at Morgan kick off at seven. All right. Thanks, Rod. Appreciate it. Thanks, Rod. Thanks. Thanks, guys. See ya. Dude, love that. Dude, just hearing his voice gives me chills. Okay, so uh, you weren't here Tuesday. They came in on Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. This week has just been a blur. So on Tuesday, we have Rod Zundel, Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, a couple different guys here. John Newbold, Rex Davis, Tommy showed up because we're trying to introduce them to this new equipment. And Holy cow, just to be a fly on the wall was was entertaining. Just to watch Al and Rod and Craig interact with each other. And uh, those are some uh, longtime broadcasters that uh, like to talk and they talk loud and they like to laugh too. Okay, so don't it was be fun. Mean. It, no, I'm saying it was fun. <laughs> it was, I, it was <laughs> poor Kevin, our engineer, trying to show them all the technical ins and outs. And these guys are trying to cut each other up. And so it was fun. Cut each I'm other really, up. Really looking forward to uh, having Rod Zundel. In the mix with uh, how we cover Bear River this year. So the Bear River beers will get on, uh, get it on tomorrow night. <laughs> and by the way, did you say cut each other up? That's what you just said. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You've never heard that <laughs> phrase? No, no, make, I've never heard make that. Each other laugh? in a regular conversation of, yep, just cutting each other up. <laughs>
You've never heard that phrase. You make fun of me for making up words, but you just said cut each other up. I didn't make that up. Good for you. All right. uh, Before we go to break, I got to play this because I just want to see it. Uh, This was the introduction to the Field of Dreams game. Kevin Costner walks out of a cornfield, stands at about uh, maybe 20 yards above the uh, dirt between second base and first base, and then awaits the players. Uh, This is pretty cool. Let's uh, play the audio here. Uh, If you're missing it right now, it's on Fox. This game has begun. Uh, Chicago White Sox, New York Yankees. Dude, this, this is some beautiful still, music. Girl. This guy is still walking. No one. I, I don't even know what you're look looking at over Holy there. Holy crap! Are things happening? Dude, he looks old. He looks like you. <laughs> so this is Kevin Costner walking onto the field. Yeah, he's taking a walk in the same spot for like, I mean, at least a minute and a half. Like, oh, okay, here we go. He turns, looks straight ahead. Oh my gosh! And here they come! Here they come! He built it. And they showed up. The Yankees and White Sox made it! By the way, Giancarlo Stanton just looks like a monster. Holy crap, he looks huge. No, Judge. No, that's Stanton. I can't tell. I don't know what's going on here. Dude, this is cool. Like, the players walking through the cornfield. This is I, awesome. I, I hear, I've heard, allegedly, that Costner's narration, kind of promoting it, is also kind of cool, but I don't know if we'll have time... Oh, After all this uh, fancy music gets done. Dude, shut up, all right? <laughs> you're ruining this whole entire moment. You know, you're a fun sucker. You suck the fun out of rainbows. <laughs> you're a rainbow fun sucker. That's what you are. I love how, like, three of the players don't dare say hi to Kevin Costner. And then after one does, everybody else sprints over. It's like, oh, hey, Kevin. Oh, it's okay. What oh, up, okay. Kevin? Can I get a photo with you? No. But, Dad, can we have a catch? All right. You know what? Just so Eric doesn't make fun of me anymore. Eric, you're such a bully, dude. <laughs> Why? Oh, so then, I don't know how long this was going to go. Yeah, well. It keeps going and going. You know, Eric. But it looks like it's a really neat thing. And we're stuck in the studio and we're not. 6860. <laughs> That's your fault. Pick skin picks back this year? They are not. We are not doing the prep pickums this year. Yeah, sorry. With everything we're doing for um, this next level of high school sports, our full attention has been on that. So, hopefully next year. Hopefully. Because it was a lot of fun. I'll, I'll be honest. It's a ton of fun doing that. Previewing each game. Um, 
rewarding gosh. people for how well they uh, made their selections. Dude, 9463, 1300 bucks for tickets. Might be a bucket list item next year. Mm. Absolutely. Wow. 6860, boo. Yeah, I know. Uh, let's see. 6789, about as entertaining as every other Costner movie. Slightly more action. <laughs> okay. Okay. Okay, you know what? Let me ask you, 6789. Who would you rather have to stick around for in regards of a movie marathon? Kevin Costner, and think about this, long and hard, Nicolas Cage. Huh? Why do people hate on Costner? Actually, hmm. why do people hate on Cage? I think Nicolas Cage is awesome. I get a <laughs> kick out of his stuff. Oh, 679. Cage, baby. Yeah, see? Every now and then, there's a really good Cage, like big blockbuster. Dude, I think all his movies are really good. Con Costner's was awesome. had a few. Conner, no, Costner's yeah. had a couple. Costner had Bull Durham and Field of Dreams. For the love of the game, wasn't didn't get that much attention. Molly's Game didn't get that much. I, uh, what was the other one? He's playing in some Netflix series I hadn't even watched. I'm a Cage guy. Absolutely. I love Nicolas Cage. I think he's hilarious. I love Nicky. All right. Did you think- know he was almost Superman? Wait, what? Yeah. They were almost going to make the Superman movie with him. Okay. Well, sometimes we make bad decisions. Yeah. But then there's sometimes where we actually. I've seen them. some of the screen tests, and I'm really glad oh. it did not get made. Uh, Tyler Knowles texting. Uh, Costner, Robin Hood, hands down. I have not oh, seen Robin true. Hood with Kevin Costner. So that was a big one. I think that's where Brian Adams did the All for One song. That was actually a really yeah. good song. Every girl in middle school and high school, like if you could, if you, if there was somebody who could play that on the piano, they would like you had them. Really, I had I knew some guys who knew how to play that on the piano, and they were like. Every girl wanted to sit on the piano around him and just stare into their eyes. You're on a date with a girl, I'm like how come and I some can't other do guy that? starts playing it? And the can you girl teach me how you? to do that? That's why you're so salty towards Kevin Costner. I get it. <laughs> I get it. It makes all the sense now. Uh, six eight nine one. Kevin Costner in the TV show Yellowstone. I've never seen Yellowstone. I've heard some people really rave about. I Yellowstone. I think Tyler watches it actually. Tyler, the guy who just texted me. Tyler watches it and he loves it. He's a huge fan of it. Nine four six three. Costner and Field of Dreams is one of the best sports movies of all time. Come on, it is okay. But let me ask you, Eric: Sandlot or Field of Dreams? Field of Dreams. Me too. Me too. But you know what they should do? They should play a game at the Sandlot Field. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, it's in cre- Utah. Recreate- I don't know if it still exists. I don't know. Recreate. It's got to recreate the whole Sandlot thing, like, and just put like the Angels and the Dodgers over there. And let Otani smack one over and hit the beast right in the head. That'd be good. Yeah. All right. I uh, see. I'm going to come up with a new idea. I'm going to email the MLB market relations. Team I'm sure nobody's ever bit. thought of that before. No. Or else they would have done it by now because it's a cool idea. Tonight. It's a freaking cool idea. Nobody's thought about it. All right. got to take a break. Coming back. Craig Kislip to talk Green Canyon football. 106.9 The Fan. Well, what shall we talk about? You're listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show. What now, Chris Paul? He can opt out. He could become a free agent. He could stay there. I'm not somebody who says you should give him 30 plus million for three years because the reality is he didn't play against the best of the best to get to the NBA Finals, and eventually the NBA Finals wore him down. That's just the reality. Of it. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoons from 1 to 4 on Sports Talk Radio, 1069 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It's the music you love. You can sing every word. A flood of memories. Cherry Peak Resort is proud to present Air Supply. Go, 
perfect date night. Music and food. Due to continued extreme fire danger in our local mountains, including Cherry Peak Resort, the event is at Green Canyon High School for your safety. A huge thank you to Green Canyon High School administration for their continued support. Love Air Supply, get your tickets today. They're going fast. Bring a date, make a memory, relive memories from the past. You're gonna love the sound of one of your favorite bands. Air Supply. Air Supply. Supply at Green Canyon High School, Thursday, August 19th. Tickets on sale now at skiCPR.com. Summer is cruising by way too fast. It's already back to school time. Soon you're going to start experiencing many special places and events that you won't forget, such as your first slide down Old Main Hill, attending Aggie football and basketball games, or a wild party at the Howe, and your first kiss on the Aggie Bowl. That might just lead to that extra special moment at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. Cash Valley's Engagement Ring Store, where it's all about the romance. Just look for the bright green cars at 930 North Main Street. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. It's first and goal on the 10-yard line. Your team is poised to make the play of a lifetime. Your quarterback hands off to the running back, who rushes right into a wall. Now, the away team says they'll take the wall out of your way, but only after you hand them a suitcase full of cash. That's exactly how ransomware works. In 2020, half of all organizations were victims of a ransomware attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson here on the Full Court Press. Uh, yes, the uh, Field of Dreams game is going on right now on Fox, and I'm seeing some of the scenes from there. And One of those times where I'd rather not be here in the studio. But still, it's going to be going on for a while. You'll still get to see lots of it uh, after we're done. But uh, we're previewing what's going on with Region 11 football. The season begins on Friday. Tomorrow, it's hard to believe it's already here. And uh, we've been talking to the coaches. We did that last week. This week, we're focusing on our play-by-play teams. Um, who are these crews? Where can you hear the games? Now, earlier today, uh, earlier this hour, we spoke with Al Lewis, who calls the play-by-play for <coughs> for the Logan Eye Grizzlies. And I don't know what's going on with Ajay, but those games are on KVNU. Then we heard from Rod Zundel. He'll be calling the games on 104.9 The Ranch in Box Elder County. And uh, the next stop on this crazy train are the Green Canyon Wolves. Craig Hislop calls the play-by-play Fort Green Canyon on 100.9 FM. And we're going to be able to see the games on CashValleyDaily.com as well, assuming he pushes all the right buttons and makes sure the cameras are on. Uh-oh. But we have full confidence in you and uh, your teammate yeah. John Russell to make this work. Both of you have full confidence? <laughs> well, no, I just just him. I laughed. Okay, I thought so. <laughs> Uh, Craig, welcome to the program. And uh, Thank you. how long have you been calling high school sports? 
Well, that was the first job I ever had, uh, Eric, and that goes back to the time before your uh, family even bought the radio station. And Glacus Merrill owned the building and the station. And I walked in there when I was in college. And I said, I like to do Skyview games. And uh, in that said, same well, voice, the guy just came in wanted to do that. So you go talk to him. And so we did. We did a year of Skyview football. Earl Lindley was the coach. That goes back to the late sixties, and. Uh, that was the last year we were on. I don't know why. <laughs> it was very short-lived? Yeah. <laughs> now, you've had other broadcasting opportunities, play-by-play opportunities since then. You've been on television. You've been on radio. Uh, you've covered the Aggies. You've covered a lot of uh, uh, collegiate teams in the state. Uh, you've been the voice of the Green Canyon Wolves for how many years? Well, this is the fifth year of the school, and I didn't, I didn't start right off in football early on the first year, so this is my fourth year technically, and it's the fifth year for the school, and it's the fifth year for Craig Andrews, the coach. So in those years, Craig, how have you seen that team kind of evolve or or change? In the first year, I mean, it's a split of uh, what the full complement of student body and players and everything else that was at Skyview and so in your first year or two at a school like that, when that happens, there's a lot of uncertainty about depth and you know bringing new people into the program and things like this, but they've seemed to have still been able to maintain a, a certain level of, of, of competitiveness at Green Canyon where they're always kind of near the top, never really breaking through to be the top, but they've always been near the top of Region 11 football. Well, Craig Ander uh, is the winningest coach in Skyview history for his 12 years there. Then he came over to take over this program, and he knew what it would be like. It, you know, it's the same thing exactly that is going on at Crimson Cliffs, where this uh, Jaron Tate is in his third year, and the school's in its third year. And uh, he's going through the th- same things that uh, Coach Ander and his staff went through. And their 8-4 and four year, it wasn't uh, this past year, the one year, the year before that, they were 8-4. and four. The first year that really uh, Jake Lundeen was thrown into the the job as the quarterback, and and they had they had two years of a, a really good offensive football, and and um, I just I just thought every each year they got a little bit better. They had some problems last year and finished I think five and five overall, but um, I I really respect the job that Craig Ander and his staff have done. His uh, most of these guys have been with him the entire time, I think. There have been a few changes in his staff. Now, they have a pretty tough schedule this year. they got Crimson Cliffs, Park City. Both those games are at home uh, with Skyline Idaho. And then they head to Morgan before they take on in their first region game, Welcome Region Play. they got Ridgeline. Uh, talk about the preseason schedule uh, and, and where you think they could uh, come out out. Well, you look at the first game, Crimson Cliffs, in the three years they've been in Region 9 or the, or the 4A region down there, they have been a second division team, I think, the whole way. And um, they, I, as much as I know about them, and it's not much right now because we've had trouble getting information out of that school, but I think they'll probably be more, much the same. Again, they've got a veteran quarterback, Chase Hansen. Um, so so that's a challenge, and I, Park City is usually pretty good. <laughs> and uh and, you know, I, this summer when I went to Las Vegas to do the interviews for the Mountain West Conference Media Day, I ran into a guy from Morgan, and he's the starting tackle for New Mexico. He played at Snow College, and he went to New Mexico. Morgan's Stapley, right? Is his name Stapley? Yeah, that's right. 
I'm impressed you knew that. I listened to your interviews, Craig. I, I did pay attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it's it's a it's a challenging schedule. They Green Canyon played Ridgeline pretty close last year, and uh, they'd like to do that again. I think everybody in the whole region is just looking forward to Week Six to see what happens between Skyview and Ridgeline. Those those are probably the well, obviously the two best teams in the region. Craig, uh, this. This Ridgeline team, as you've been talking about, there's uh, this happens with every team with guys that are, you know, they've been there for a while, then they have to graduate and leave, and holes have to be filled. What's the biggest, some of those bigger holes that need to be filled and addressed on Craig Anders' team this year? Do you think? Well, they've got to find a quarterback now. Jack Stevens has been in the program for a couple of years, playing behind Lundine. I think he threw three passes last year. And now it's his job, and the coaches, uh, Craig has a lot of confidence in him. They think, I mean, he, you know, he's not going to be Jake Lundin. He's not going to uh, throw for 2,200 yards this year, I don't think. Maybe he will, and he, he's not, he may not run for 800. Those are the numbers that Landine had last year. But they're going to let Jack Stevens be Jack Stevens, and it looks like it's his job. And uh, they've got, um, you know, they've got some people at wide receiver, and Gavin Christiansen at running back that played a little bit of football at uh, Green Canyon. And the offense, and I, like, I really like Kyle Baker, the big tight end. And they've got uh, guys at receiver like Caden Stewart, who's now a junior, who had a lot of catches last year. Cole Fife is a senior receiver. Tanner Barnes is a junior starting at wide receiver. And then I mentioned Baker and, and, and Christiansen. And maybe a guy, Eric Oates, I saw him in the scrimmage a running back who really was impressive. He's only a sophomore. He might be playing a little bit. And they've got a pretty good offensive line, and the best guy on that unit is Bryce Radford, the left tackle. He's, I, I think somebody told me he'd committed to Utah State. I, I haven't been able to find that out for sure. But he's a big one. Larry Martin at left guard, uh, Thomas Corcoran, the uh, center. Uh, Dylan Atkinson at right guard, right tackle is Eric Allen. So those are the starters on offense with Kyle Baker at at the uh, tight end. Uh, for Green Canyon, their identity usually is their offense. At the ten, of the 10 games last year, uh, seven or excuse me, six of those, they gave up 20-plus points. Yeah. Uh, four of those, they gave up 30-plus points. What does this defense or what can this defense do to improve upon uh, last year where they gave up, I mean, just I mean, game after game, even the big ones, they give up 21-plus points and some of that late in the game. Well, they're going to have to count on guys that have already played and are now back. I mean, one of my favorites on this defense is Will Wheatley. He's a starter at nose tackle. He's only a sophomore this year. And um, Nathan Turner and, and, and Destin Christensen are going to be playing on the defensive front with him. They've taken Cordell Coates, who is, is not a real big guy, but they, they had him on the defensive line now. He's the middle linebacker along with Brady or Brody Heyman and and Ben Selman, who's played a little for them. And then the defensive secondary, have got names I recognize, like Cole Fife. Fife's going to play both ways this year. Uh, Aiden Merrill, Spencer Gerber. Pey- uh, Peyton Johnson plays the uh, – he's the backup quarterback. He plays their alpha position. It's kind of a hybrid defensive back position. They have five defensive backs, and Peyton Wood played last year, too. They've just, um, they've just got to, you know, consistently make tackles more frequently and uh, – and um, slow down these offenses. It's been a real challenge for them. 
Craig, we've been asking coaches and uh, some of our play-by-play guys who've been around this for a little while, uh, your opinion about the RPI and certainly how that could be affected this year with the, the elimination of a full region in the middle of the state. We just have the north and the south regions in the state now. Yeah, that's 4A right there, isn't it? Region 9, is it? Region 11? Correct. Yeah, I mean, has there been a big change in the RPI otherwise? Or is it just the fact that we only have the two regions now? Well, and just fewer teams that will be yeah. available to play in 4A. Yeah, that's that's disappointing the way they aligned everything, but uh, you do, I guess, what you have to do. And, and they that's a competitive region down there with uh, those, those uh, schools in the St. George area. And um, I, I think Green Canyon's not. I don't know right now if they're going to be among the leaders in this region, uh, but they're going to be. Uh, they've kind of been in the middle the last uh, year or two, and I, I think maybe uh, they might be more of that this season. I'm really interested to see how Jack Stevens does at quarterback. Um, there's a lot of pressure on this this young guy, and he comes from a very much athletic family, and I, you know. They'll get the best out of him that he has, I'm sure. Hey, Craig, last question for me, just shifting from the high school ranks up to the college level. You were down at Mountain West Conference Media Days. Uh, grateful that you were able to go there and represent our group and, and be there and uh, also just see you there when Mountain, when, uh, excuse me, when Utah State held their own uh, media availability to kick off um, fall camp this year. Just what are, your, what are your observations so far about this team uh, for Utah State football? Uh, I really like Blake Anderson. I like his enthusiasm. He, he has a, a great track record at Arkansas State. He's um, uh, a guy that the uh, players, uh, I think, really enjoy playing for. I was really impressed with the way he and his staff, uh, and this is a young, aggressive staff he's got. They've been Some of the guys have been at some pretty big schools with jobs, and I, it's a really solid coaching staff, I think, but... Um, they they brought in a whole bunch of uh, four-year transfers that I think are going to make uh, impact right away, you know, and, and Rice from Fresno State slash Arkansas State. I mean, I think they named him the Defensive Player of the Year in the league, and he hasn't even played for the Aggies yet. So I, I'm impressed with what they've done with bringing athletes into into the campus. Well, Craig, we uh, thank you for joining us. We know you want to get back to your Yankee baseball game. Uh, have a great call tomorrow, and good luck with all the equipment. I'll need it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, Miguel. Okay, bye. That's Craig Hislip of uh, Voice of the Green Canyon Wolves for high school football. We're going to take a break. Coming back, wrap it up here on the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan coupon days at Fisher Home Furnishings. It's a sale on top of a sale. Let me explain. Find the already sale price on your favorite brand name furniture and then use Fisher's coupons to save even more. Take an additional $50 to $600 off any sofa's lowest mark price. Youth and master bedroom groups are an additional $150 to $1,500 off the sale price. Save $50 to $450 off the lowest mark price on recliners. The best name brands plus extra savings coupons in every department. Shop in store or anytime online at Fisher H. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. You know, when I was 20, I was spry. I was springy. I was froggy. Now I wake up and it's like the nuts and the bolts haven't been um, lubed. What? The nuts haven't been lubed? If you want to call in and wish A.J. happy birthday, you can do that too. Our our phone lines are dead? Do not pull the plug on that. Stay back. Oh, Oh, out of reach. Just pull it away. Weekdays from 4 to 6, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.
The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Ajay, there's already been a home run into the corn. What? Jose Abreu. No way. Yeah, have you seen a highlight video yet? Yes. How does it, does it look pretty cool? Yeah, it looks cool. It's a really short fence. <laughs> yeah. So that helps. Does someone like try to leap into the corn? <laughs> <laughs> the first home run in Major League Baseball in Iowa. Oh, man. No, bottom of the first, Jose Abreu, bat. Knocks it out there and right into the corn. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That makes it fun. All right, we're uh, wrapping up here on the Full Court Press. Big thanks to everybody who joined us. Uh, we will tomorrow uh, recap a lot. We're going to preview a lot of high school football as we give our predictions. Yeah, reminders, who's playing where, yep. how you can follow along. Yep. Kind of our predictions. And we haven't really done like a Region 11 nope. prediction. That's why we're doing it tomorrow. Yes, let's do that tomorrow. <laughs> We'll also get to Mason Knight tomorrow. We'll get to the rest of our Utah State Football Media Days and give our thoughts on the first scrimmage, which will be happening Saturday morning at 11 a.m. at Maverick. It's free to the public. Uh, go and watch it and support the Utah State Aggies as you get ready to, uh, I guess they're getting ready to prep up for the season against Washington State September 4th. So a big thanks to Al Lewis, Craig Hislop, Rod Zundel, uh, Marcus Moore, and Demetric Aliafuwa for Eric Franson. I'm Ajay Salison. Thanks so much for listening to the Full Court Press. We'll talk to you on a Friday afternoon.